Guys, welcome to this video. I have a special guest back on the channel, Steve Trang. He's gonna be joining me on this video, and we're gonna be talking about how to use some of these current events right now that are happening in the marketplace regarding the war and interest rates and some of these things, how to use those negative things that are creating a lot of fear and uncertainty and implement them into your sales process as you're talking to sellers and you're working on your deals. So Steve's gonna share how he's doing that right now today in his business so that you can also do that in your business. All that and more coming up. This video is brought to you by Flipster, the nation's largest property database, including houses on the MLS and off-market leads, like pre-foreclosures and vacant homes. To find your next wholesale or fix and flip deal, start your free trial today at joinflipster.com. Steve, thanks for coming back on the channel. Thank you for Awesome having me. to have you. We've done several videos now and I love to have you on. You're a wealth of knowledge. You're so active in the business that you've got your ear to the pavement. So you're kind of like one step ahead, it feels like to me, as to you know what's going on out there and how to adjust. And I wanted to have you back on the channel and talk to you a little bit about some of the things that are happening you know, right now, 2022, as of this recording. There's a lot of uncertainty out in the marketplace, and that's creating a little bit of disruption. Like you're talking to people, and everyone I talk to are like, hey, what do you think's, what are you doing differently? What do you think's gonna happen? And um, you as a master salesman in your business where you're talking to sellers and you're working with people, you're using a lot of this uncertainty and a lot of the things that are happening like the war and interest rates and some of these things. And you're using that to then implement into your sales strategies and, and how you talk to people and how to use that to facilitate your business. Absolutely. And I wanted you to share some of these tips. So let's start there. Let's talk a little bit about the market, some of the things that you're seeing are creating this fear and uncertainty. Yeah. And then let's, and then I'd love for you to share some ideas around how to use that because you're not waiting for it to come up in a, in a conversation. You're actually proactively using that data and information Absolutely. in your sales approach. Right. So let's, let's talk there. So first of all, market, what are some of the things that you're seeing are creating this uncertainty? Well, uh, I think the biggest thing is is interest rates. And, you know, historically, when the Fed interest increases their rates, it doesn't necessarily increase mortgage rates. But this time it did. Yeah. And quick. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty significant. Almost like we talk about, like, you know, it's up a point, point and a half, two points. Right. Like whatever. But relatively speaking, it's up 100 percent. Right. Like yeah. or close to it. So it's pretty significant. So it's um, in the past, if interest rates goes up a quarter, goes up a half, things slow down, but people will still buy, right? They're just going to buy whatever they can afford. A point and a half. That's, that's a, a big jump. It's pretty I mean, significant. We went from high threes to five, like overnight, it felt like, like fast. Yeah, very fast. And so now, like when you qualify for like a $450,000 house, now you qualify for like a 390, like. Because you're buying power. <laughs> it's, a, it's a massive uh, stomach punch. Yeah. yeah. So we're seeing the things, we're seeing the market slow down. Uh, the thing that's fortunate, at least it seems, is that we've had a low supply for a really long period of time. So since we've had a low supply for such a long period of time, this is kind of the breathing room we needed to kind of tamper down demand. Um, and we're seeing at least uh, our business, as well as people we consult with, uh, with their clients and, and, their, and their salespeople, they're locking up more contracts right now. More contracts. More contracts right now. And... I suspect it's because sellers are more uncertain right now. Meaning they're, so they're more motivated because they're uncertain. 
They're more, certainty's yeah. created motivation. Yeah, that certainty's created more motivation because the things that we sell is certainty, right? And I think- uh, But why sell? Because now when they buy, they're gonna be paying higher interest. Are they worried about even higher interest if they wait? I think that- Is that, that the fear? I think that there's an element of, let's sell now so while, I ca- while I can cash out, while the market's at the top, because it might go down. So it's not that they're worried about the interest rate so much as they are about the market correcting, yeah. and they should sell because we're at the height. Yeah, That's the idea. Yeah, because like right now, what, t- what happened between 2007 through 2010 is like a, arguably a once-in-a-lifetime event. But it's our most recent comparison <laughs> point, right? So yeah. I think a lot of people are freaking out. And so um, right or wrong, I'm more optimistic, yeah. right or wrong. But if their fear is things going to crash, then now's a great time. So before we get into how you're adapting some of this to your sales, are you personally thinking about adjusting your your values for a correction? Meaning um, you can get more contracts right now, but are you being a little more careful at what prices you're locking those up on? So, so you're not using this historical crazy data and maybe more of a like, well, hey, we might be dipping here soon, so I better adjust for that. Well, here's what our model has been. And we are more conservative because I was traumatized from 2007 to 2009. Me too. I still have that pain yeah. you know, in my reptilian brain. You know? So a lot of people have been overpaying because they know it's going up. Yeah. So we've been actually losing out a lot of contracts because we were unwilling to overpay. So you're not paying 85 cents. Absolutely not. On, right. the, on the dollar. We're saying like right now, yeah. today, this is what your house is worth. Now we could probably sell it for 30,000 more. But today, here's what we can sell it for. We're going to make our contract based off that number. So we were losing opportunities, but I was okay with that, right? Because you're playing smart. Well, that, and I make a promise to the homeowner, right? Like for us, we're the ones that if we can't wholesale it, like we'll actually close on it ourselves, yeah. right? We, we, yeah. we try to be as- I'm the same way I'll perform. Right, right. So with that mindset, then <laughs> I can't yeah. overpay. Yeah. So we're losing out opportunities, which is fine. Uh, but I think that where we were unwilling to overpay, we were losing out opportunities. Uh, now, nobody's willing to overpay. And we're winning. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because uh, the, okay. the so everyone else has come down to where you were at. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. So now that they're looking at uh, because they're not willing to overpay. And not only that, there there's uncertainty. They're like you got people, maybe let's call it 20, 25 percent of people thinking like the market's going to go down. Those guys are gone. Right. All the people that are concerned about interest rates. Those guys are gone. <laughs> so we've got we've got less competition and our competition is less optimistic today than they were before. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, Steve, because you remember this. If you're watching this and you weren't through this time, but when I first started in 04 and went through those years, the formula was 65%. Do you remember those days? I remember those days. I remember. 65% was the formula. So uh, I, I don't know if we ever talked about this. So I was interested in the Homebesters franchise, right? Uh-huh. And with the Homebester franchise, they're like, we'll give you unlimited funding. Yeah. We'll fund all your deals so long as you hit this benchmark. It's like, what's the benchmark? 65 minus, <laughs> minus, minus repairs. repairs. It's like, yeah. Well, man, yeah. But <laughs> it gets so, so locked the, up at that price. Right. So the wholesaling formula was 65% of ARV, less repairs, less your wholesale fee. Right. And that's where we were buying. Yeah. I, so I never bought it at that, those prices. I think those are incredible numbers. And uh, the people that are kind of freaking out, for those that are like, you know, the sky is falling. The good news is if the sky does fall, is that there's actually more margins for us in this industry, yeah. right? So there will be fewer people able to capitalize on it, mm-hmm. but there are more opportunities. Well, and I think too, like I went through that whole period and um, I continued to wholesale and I continued to fix and flip. I mean, I'd go through three buyers before one could qualify for a loan. 
right? And it was the most insane thing ever. But there, there are always people that want renovated homes. There's always investors looking for deals that don't want to source some. So the business never goes away, but you have to, you have to adjust. So sales never stopped, right? right? Sales continue to go along. Um, it was just more home sitting for much longer. But if you price, if you have a good product and you price it right, which is going to be below in that time, it sells. Like yeah. I remember like as a realtor showing houses in 2009, we have over 50,000 homes on MLS, right? So everyone thinks this market's terrible, yeah. but I would show a first time home buyer a house and there's me, them, and 15 other buyers in there yeah. because it's a good house price below market, right? Which you buy it really deep. So it doesn't matter. You have to price it below market yeah. and it sells. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you just get a modified continues. strategy. So what are you doing right now then with your sales tactics? So you're, you're talking to sellers uh, as a good salesperson, you're using this information and this data yeah. to facilitate your sales process. So what are, what are things sellers are have the fear and uncertainty about and how are you addressing that with them? Sure. So you got to remember, right, when we're working with a homeowner, when they reach out to us, we sell certainty. You know, we're not we're not necessarily there just to buy a house. Absolutely. We are buying a house, but we're there to solve a problem. And part of solving that problem is so that we can solve with certainty, they can go to bed at night. They know the problem's fixed, right? When they sign the contract with you, they know you're going to perform in 14 to 45 days, whatever your time period is. And this problem and is So you're buying. talking about the conveniences of fast closing, all cash, as is, right. you know, no repairs, no closing fees. You're talking about yeah, no the inspection. benefits. Right. So, yeah. So that's, that's selling certainty. That's certainty. They know that on this day, they're getting this check. Yes. Now, Part of our sales process is, is selling certainty that we are the best people to pick over some of the other guys, You're right? To, right. Yeah. That's part of what we sell as far as certainty. But right now with the market, things are a little interesting, yeah. right? There is this, there's a crazy person in Russia, right? <laughs> uh, who, who's, you know, doing some interesting things. And then we got, as a result, between supply chain, uh, supply chain issues and uh, all the, the COVID uh, free money, um, Inflation is an issue. So we got all these things going on. And right now, if they're watching the news, which most people do, right? If they're watching the news, if they're talking to anybody, they know people that are suffering, people that are struggling. Yeah. And so instead of saying like, Jerry, I can't pay you as much because right now the markets, we don't know where the market's going. And yeah. as a result, my offer has to be lower. You hear that? It's like, well, F you, that's your problem, right? right. But if I say, hey, Jerry, um, are you paying attention to the news right now? I am. Okay. Yeah. So like, what are you seeing? News, interest rates, like, yeah, we're seeing the same thing too. So what do you think about that? This is your conversation. This is the, the conversation. Seller. Yeah. What do you think about that? How do you think that's going to affect the real estate market? So, you know, like, where do you see the market going? Do you think it's going to go up, go down? Right. And they're like, well, I don't know. Right. But they're going to say like, they're not going to say up. No. Right. <laughs> but we're going to say like, you know, like, look, if we don't buy your house, that's all right. You know, it's no big deal. I mean, if it takes another six months while you deal with this uncertainty, like, that's okay. Yeah. And they're going to be like, I don't want to deal with this madness for the next six months. But I'm asking you the questions, and now you're feeling, like, anxious. Yeah. Versus me saying, Jerry, my offer is lower because of interest rates are uncertain in the market. You're like, F you, that's not my problem. And when they say it, now they own it because they're saying it. You're not telling them. Yeah, it's their idea. If the words it's come out idea. of their mouths, it's gospel. We it's say it, we're idea. just a salesperson. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting them to say, yeah, I'm concerned about where the market's going. I'm concerned about these interest rates. Yeah. 
And the idea here is that now's a good time to sell because, you know, there's some on the horizon, your house might be worth less, yeah. but you're not, you're letting them come to that conclusion right. by asking the questions. Yeah. I'm not telling you because I tell you, you're going to listen, you're, you're, you're going to disregard it. It's going to go in one ear, out the other. I mean, um, you've got kids. Mm-hmm. What happens when we tell them things? They don't listen. <laughs> Never. It's the same exact thing. So, but if you ask them questions and they give you the answers, they put some thought into it. Now they bought into it. And now this is reality. It's, I, I like to give my kids two options that I can live with. You, do you want to go to bed at, at 8 or 8.30? <laughs> right. Either one of those I'm good with. I found that stopped working when they were like six. <laughs> yeah. But absolutely. So that's, but that's how we're addressing it. We want them to talk about how bad the market's going to be. Okay. Awesome. So that handles the that handles that market. Then that covers interest rates or any of that uncertainty. Well, whatever they come up, right? And yeah. if they don't say it, it's like, have you heard anything about the interest rates? Right? If they don't bring up the interest rates, have you heard anything about the interest rates? Yeah. Have you heard anything about inflation? Have you heard anything about, how, what are your thoughts about that? How do you feel about it? Yeah. So I love that. Awesome tip, Steve. So guys, don't wait and pretend like these things aren't going on. They're watching the news, right? They know these things are out there happening. And use that to your advantage and implement that into your sales process is what you guys are doing. And and that could continue to change because as world events happen or, you know, economic changes, whatever, then you always want to adjust. We're always modifying. I mean, that's the same thing we did with with COVID, right? Like we used to ask them. Totally. When when COVID was going on, I was like, you know, how do you feel about this whole thing with COVID? It's like, okay, well, like. You don't want a bunch of strangers walking through your house. Yeah. <laughs> you really want to do showings? <laughs> yeah. Like you want people like you're comfortable with people going through your closet? Okay, that's fine. Like then yeah. we're not your buyer. Yeah. Or we can just buy and you don't have to worry about showings, right? Yeah. So using those things to your advantage. Um, Steve, so guys, if you're not, be sure to subscribe to Steve's channel. Um, I love the content you're putting out. If you guys don't know his real estate disruptors, he interviews the top people in the industry, in the game. He vets them very closely. So these are actual producers and it's long form content on his podcast. He puts it on his YouTube channel. But if you guys are missing that, you really want to watch that because you're getting such a wealth of knowledge through these these people that you interview. And it's Absolutely. it's been amazing to watch that grow too. Like, appreciate what you're part of it. Well, thank you. There's people that are like, they've kind of feel like they arrive if they get on the on the Disruptors podcast, because it's, it's, it's a real accolade to someone's success, I think. It's a trophy on the mantle. It's a trophy on a mantle, yeah, to get on that show, because you don't let anybody on there. Absolutely not. Yeah. So it's really cool to see the, the the integrity of that and the value of that uh, show grow. So, And I see you're doing a lot of other, um, putting out content too that's just relevant to what you're doing in the business, and and so that's fun too, so be sure to do that. The podcast is the same, right? Disrupt Real, real Estate Disruptors, disruptors or the YouTube channel. We'll put the links in the description. Um, and so again, thank you for that. Thank you for leading in the industry, how to do this business the right way, uh, with integrity and, and just, I love that you've got a really high bar for what this should look like. Absolutely. And that's important because we have a lot of people that enter the the industry and I think there's a lot of lack of education that's hurting the industry a little bit where people are going out and doing things that are, that are coming back negatively. Well, it hurts us, right? Cause this is, this business has been around for a very long time. And it's treated as well, right? And I think I like to preserve it so that people behind us can also, right, thrive in this space. And um, so it's important. It's important. Yeah, to everyone right, do their part. Do it ethically. Do it morally. Right. Treat people right. Like treat them as if you were they were your family. Right. Mm-hmm. But Love we'll that. see. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> a little nervous. Yeah. Well, we'll just adjust and adapt to new regulations or whatever comes out of us. I'm licensed. Me too. So yeah. I'm happy. 
Yeah. I'm, we're going we're gonna to roll. So thank you, Steve, guys. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll see you on the next video.